Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Alex, and you're tuned into the Market Adventures podcast. It is Saturday, January 10th, and to celebrate the weekend and a great week in the market, I've put together five steps to create your own trading plan. Use these five steps to develop your own plan. And here's a hint. The most important step is the last one I mentioned. So make sure you stay tuned. Now more than ever, knowledge makes money. There's no better way to make money in your sleep than by demonstrating your expertise through building online courses. If you want to make a nationwide impact and solidify your leadership as an entrepreneur, creating a five-star course is a must. Creating a five-star course from scratch is a masterclass on producing and selling courses quickly and profitably. Learn how you can make a living income and build wealth through teaching others what you already know. Visit moneyfornowledge.com to learn more. That's moneyfornowledge.com to learn how you can turn your skill into a living income and build wealth. Okay, make sure you have a pen and paper ready. And if you're driving or jogging, just make sure you save this episode so you can listen to while you're sitting down and you're able to take the notes, right? So the second step, and I'm starting with the second step because the first step is the most important. I'm going to save that for last because I really want to spend a little bit more time on it. The first, the second step is to create rules, right? Rules are very important. And I talked about this in one of the previous episodes because it's hard to impose rules on ourselves. We've been running away from rules our entire life, right? Middle school, high school, uh, if you have had a babysitter, college, even when you're driving, there's rules, right? There's rules all around us. Why would we want to set rules on ourselves? But to be a consistent and profitable trader, you have to have rules. So some of those rules got to have to include when to trade, like what time of day are you going to trade? Are you going to trade during the middle of the day, which is not a good idea? Or are you going to trade early in the day? Maybe you're a day trader and you trade within the first 15 minutes. Or maybe you trade like the more professional investors, the mutual fund managers, and you trade within the last hour to 30 minutes in the day. When are you going to trade? What are you going to trade? Identify you're going to trade commodities, forex, stocks. What are you going to focus on? Because you can't do all of them. Not in the beginning. Maybe when you're a more professional trader, you can invest the time to learn each one of them, but it's important to have a specialty, right? LeBron James specializes in one thing, even though he's able to do many things. You also want to know uh, what industry 
Are you trading large cap stocks, small cap stocks? Are you trading the um, USD GPP? Are you trading US dollar versus British pound? Are you trading the yen, Australian dollar? What are you trading? What industry? And if you're trading Forex, what pairs are you trading? Are you trading commodities? Are you trading wheat? Are you trading coffee? And you also want to know how you're going to trade. Are you going to scale into your position slowly? Are you going to buy big lots, small lots? Are you going to go all in? because you're so confident that it's going to go up or down in your direction? Are you going to maintain a certain cash balance to make sure that you don't get killed on just a few trades and blow up your entire account, right, to make sure you stay in the game? The next step, number three, is to have at least two technical analysis indicators. Now, you don't have to be gung-ho on technical analysis. There's a lot of people who don't use technical analysis and are very successful. But it's important to have at least two. The reason being, it's nice to have more odds in your favor than not. Right, It's always good to have more odds in your favor. So some people will riddle their uh, platform with technical indicators. I say have at least two. Why? You can focus on one indicator, but you always have something to validate your original thinking, right? Because you're going to think something from just what you, your, your intuition, and then having one indicator at least validate that intuition. And then you have a third indicator or a second indicator to validate the first indicator and your intuition, right? So it's always good to have a backup. Now, you can just use something simple as just using previous closes. You can use uh, gaps. You can use price action. You can just use a chart. You can have a blank chart with nothing but volume and price action and just use basic support and resistance. But support and resistance is a technical indicator, right? So anyone who said they don't use technical indicators, support and resistance is a technical indicator. So being able to use uh, support and resistance in addition to that, as well as something else, maybe price action and volume, is a good indicator to use because uh, it adds validation. Now, I use several indicators. I use RSI, MACD, ADX, and DMI. These are just all volume indicators. And then I use volume by price to identify which prices are having the highest volume of action. And then I use moving averages, which just gives me an average of price action over the last couple of days. Has it been trending up or trending down? I use a bunch of indicators. And again, you can go back and rewind that to get a uh, to, to see again what I use. Or you can download the trading plan where I put all the ones that I use in there. But above all, above everything else, you have to understand where's the wind blowing, where's the tide going, where's the major, major trend going, where's the stock market going, and where's your sector trend going as well. Uh, if you're trading commodities, where are grains going? You may focus on one specific grain, but where's the sector itself moving? Now, the fourth is entry and exit criteria. What time frames are you using? Are you trading on the hour chart? Are you trading on a daily chart? Are you trading on a weekly chart? Investing in real estate is way easier than investing in the stock market. I mean, way easier. But if you decide to join us on this adventure, let me help you. Download my free beginner's trading plan at mytradingplan.org. You get some entry and exit criteria as well as rules, mindset for option trading and swing trading. Download the free trading plan to help you get started building a blueprint for your own trading strategy in the future. That's 
mytradingplan.org so you can start trading today. Once you've decided what time frames you're looking at, what time frame gives you your entry signal? So if I'm trading, when I look at the charts, I'm looking at the 30 minute, two day, 30 minute chart, five day, 30 minute chart. I'm looking at the five day, one hour chart. And my trading is based on the daily and the weekly chart. So I base everything on the daily and the weekly chart, but I determine my entry on the uh, five day, 30 minute chart or the five day, one hour chart. Right, so I use my intraday to do my entry signal, my uh, look for my entry signals, but my overall trading um, idea where I'm, where I think the market's going to go up or down, or where I think a particular security is going to go up or down, I use the daily and the weekly chart side by side. So for you, you have to determine what time frames you're using, and also what time frame is going to tell you, okay, when do you enter? You also have to have your profit target. So this is still within entry and exit, right? Have a profit target. How much money do you really want? Do you just want to watch this thing run as far as possible? Well, no, you want to have some kind of exit criteria because if you're waiting for it to run as high as possible and it comes back, you have to have a way to take profits. Now, I'm saying have to. The reality of it is you can do whatever you want. But there's never been a trader who's blown up an account by taking profit, right? Like nobody goes broke taking profit. That's not how it doesn't work like that. So you got to have a profit target because if you blow past your top profit target, at least you have some kind of cash secured. God forbid something goes against you. It could be the next level of resistance. It could be the next level of support, but have a target. Um, you can set anything between five, 10 percent, three percent in markets like this which are different than typical markets, right? The market does not normally move like this. There's a lot of volatility the last year and a half. Or I shouldn't say year and a half. The last, I'd say 14 months has been a lot of volatility. You can set higher percentage targets in this kind of market because things are moving much faster than they normally do. But when the markets go back to quote-unquote normal, if they ever do, you want to adjust your profit targets based on the volatility within the market. Now, the fifth uh, step is to have goals, right? So not only do you want profit targets for each trade and how your portfolio performs in general, you want to have goals for yourself. Are you looking for short-term gains? Are you looking to build an extra supplemental income, which is very possible? You can use option trading, uh, swing trading, day trading. There are a lot of different ways to do it. Uh, Are you trading medium-term? For retirement, now I say medium, even though a lot of people see retirement as long-term, I say medium-term because you're going to retire within, if you're in your 20s, 30s, you're going to retire within 30 to 40 years, right? And then once you pass away, you're not focused upon what happens when you pass away. You're focused on, okay, well, in 30 or 40 years, I want to be able to live the rest of my life, right? To me, that's medium kind of long-term, but mostly medium-term. Long-term to me is wealth. And when we talk about wealth, for me, wealth is I not only have enough money to sustain my life and to live freely, but now I have enough money to pass on to other people. 
which in the black community, particularly uh, immigrants, there isn't a lot of wealth being passed on. And that's been essentially a focus the last probably five to 10 years in our community um, is building generational wealth because that's kind of where we've fallen off um, in terms of the financial strength of the black community. Now, this goes for anybody, though, not just the black community, anybody. If you are looking to build generational wealth, the mindset behind that is a little bit different than someone who's focused on their retirement, right, which is solely about them or their family. And it's way different than somebody who's focused on making income, right, paying day-to-day bills or paying, you know, monthly bills or expenses, going on trips, things like that. The mindset is completely different. So you have to know what it is you want. Me personally, I'm focused on both income and wealth. So I have more than one account. So in one account, my criteria is different. My plan is different than in my wealth account, right? My wealth account is to build generational wealth for my entire family and those that come after me, right? As you know, I came from Jamaica as an immigrant. So like for me, I still have family in Jamaica. I want to have money to be able to spread it around if I need to. So I have two different mindsets when I'm trading in each uh, portfolio or I should say investing in one portfolio and trading in the other. So it's good for you to have an understanding of what you want. And if you want several things, have several accounts so you can have a different mindset and you're not looking at the same cash trying to do different things. It's like driving the same car, trying to go left and right at the same time. It doesn't work. Now, the last and the most important thing, which is actually the number one step, is mindset, right? Not just having the mindset of what you want, but also having a mindset of confidence. Once you put your plan together, being confident and knowing this one thing, right? The stock market is probability, which is why when people talk about their portfolios and how they did, when they talk about the stock market and how the stock market is doing, they use percentages. Why? Because percentage is a way to, to measure uh, probability. It's to measure the wins and the losses. If you have the mindset of confidence and to know that when you lose, those losses are only getting you closer to a win, then that's a mindset of a winning trader. Now, if you are losing a bunch of times and your mindset is, oh, well, the win is coming, but your trading plan sucks, then, well, you got to do some self-reflection. You got to put together a winning trading plan that has a uh, you know good sound structure and has some kind of sense and research behind it. But once you have that plan, once you, when you're trading with the plan, your mindset is what may, allows you to win, right? Because you enter a state kind of like a LeBron James, like I said, in the fourth quarter, he's not thinking about, okay, elbow up follow through, keep the hand up, and watch the ball go into the net, right? He's not thinking about, you know, make sure I don't uh, step before I dribble. He's not thinking about any of that stuff. He completely in a state of flow, right? He's locked in. He's ready to go. So for you, having a mindset set behind a good structure, right, because he knows how to dribble, he knows how to shoot, so his mind is allowed to take over. So for you, Having a good, steady uh, fundamentals of a good trading plan allows you to tap into that confidence and that what is called a flow state, right? A state of athletic just dominance, or in this case, trading dominance, where you're not thinking about anything, you're just doing because you can feel it. 
when you hit that kind of, I'm using the word flow because I was an athlete and we, I had that thing called a flow state when I was running track, right? So for me, when I'm sitting in front of the, front of the computer, that's my goal to get to a point where I've done enough research, I've put together this plan, I'm constantly retooling and reframing the plan so that when I sit down, it's just strictly, I'm looking at charts and I just feel it, right? I'm listening to the price action and I just feel it. So creating a winning trading plan is about those five steps, right? Having a mindset of confidence that you can do anything you put your mind to, putting together a great uh, set of rules that determine how you interact with the markets, determining how you're going to get in and out of trades and your goals and what mindset you have to have when you're looking at your accounts and looking at taking money out of the market. Hey, so here's an update. I closed on my gold trade yesterday. I'm still bullish on gold, but it seems the more Bitcoin continues to move up, uh, gold keeps getting clapped. Uh, the money that normally goes into gold in in uh, situations like this where the dollar is getting um, devalued because of all the stimulus is being anticipated, the money seems to be going into Bitcoin now. So I'm out of the gold trade, but I'm still bullish. So I have my AMD uh, spread still on. She'll expire next week. Um, I'll get full 100% on that or I'll close it this week so I can look for something else. And I also entered an Apple uh, bullish put spread as well for a hundred dollar credit. That's a twenty percent return in a month if I'm right. And that's my update for my trades so far this week. We'll see what happens uh, next week and over the weekend with this whole Trump thing and um, inauguration. And I just wanted to say thank you. There are thousands of listeners tuning in every single episode, six days a week. But I'm taking a minute to thank you right now, the person who's listening to this episode. Uh, through their speakers or through their headphones. Thank you for tuning in every single day. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing with friends and family. I really appreciate it. And I love bringing you content. Remember, if you have any questions, I'm not just a voice on the box. You can message me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If you have any questions, any questions at all, for those of you who got the trading plan, if you have any questions about what's on the trading plan and maybe how to use it, Again, message me on any one of those platforms and we'll talk one-on-one and I'll walk you through the process because, again, the goal is for all of us to run as far away as we can from seeking security and to seek adventure together.